Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everybody, this is Mark Lindheimer, and you're listening to Aging is Optional Radio. Here's the real mystery. How do adults like us, who maybe haven't taken the best care of ourselves throughout the years, but want to live long and healthy lives, how do we make changes to our lifestyle that will have a direct impact on our longevity so we can participate and enjoy our lives for much longer than we ever imagined? That's the burning question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Mark Lindheimer, and welcome to Aging is Optional Radio. Hello, everybody. I remember the first time I rode in an Uber. It was in San Diego, late summer 2014. I'd flown in from Chicago to a network marketing training event. There were thousands of people in town. It was really amazing. The weather was incredible. And I took a shuttle from the airport to the hotel and literally walked everywhere. You know, there were all of our friends in the company were all over town. And, you know, we got together and, and made our way to the event and to all the training sessions. And, you know, it was just a really exciting time to be in San Diego. I remember my friend Patty, who was there from Chicago as well, made a suggestion for dinner one night. She said, you know, let's go get ramen. And I said, that sounds awesome. I know the perfect spot. It's called Underbelly, and it's over in Little Italy, which didn't really make a lot of sense, but I'll tell you, that place is amazing. I'll link it in the show notes in case you ever want to check it out. Anyway, I met up with Patty at our hotel, and she said, let's take an Uber. I'm like, really? They've got Uber down here? And she said, yeah, let's do it. So we got picked up by an Uber and talked to the driver on our way over to our dinner and actually walked around afterwards and walked back to our hotel because we are pretty close, but... It was kind of a neat experience, you know, to be in the car with an Uber driver to pick his brain about why he was driving, what attracted him to it, what he liked about it, if he had another job or business, if he was in school. We asked him a bunch of questions. It was actually a really nice conversation, even though it was a short drive. And I remember distinctly thinking, this is a really cool deal for someone. When I got back to Chicago, we lived in an amazing place right off Michigan Avenue, and we were very close to all of the bus lines and the L, and we could take taxis anywhere. But I made a decision at that point, if I was going to take a taxi, I was going to take an Uber. I would rather take an Uber and support somebody who was a small business owner. Uh, that was really the way I looked at it. 
I wanted to support this person's business rather than put my money into a taxi driver. Now, I have all kinds of issues with taxi drivers, given that I've lived in a city like Chicago and I've traveled a ton. So to get somebody that was a small business owner in his own car and to see what kind of experience I would have was really pretty cool. So I really, really love supporting Uber drivers going back to my days in Chicago. And I also travel a lot for business at the time, and I was able to support Uber drivers literally all over the country in my travels. One of my favorite stories was in Chicago. I was riding with this gentleman. He was probably in his mid-60s, I'm guessing. He was definitely retired. He had on a Vietnam vet baseball cap, and I was really interested in his story. And he were in the car for about 10 minutes. So I asked him, you know, how he liked driving for Uber. And he said, no, I like it. I, I enjoy it. I get a lot of variety out of it. I go, you know, what's your favorite part about it? He said, well, I'll tell you, if I stayed at home with my wife and watched the news all day long, and that's all we did, I'd probably kill her. And I had to laugh. I mean, it was hysterical, but he was serious. It gave him an opportunity to get out of the house and interact with people and also have quality time with his wife when they were together. So he had a really good reason for it. He just told the story in a funny way. I was on business in San Francisco at one point this last year, and I remember sitting in an Uber with a gentleman and looking at his profile, and it showed that he had 20,000 rides. And I was so impressed by that. Now, Uber started in San Francisco, so it made sense that the earliest adopters of being drivers was in San Francisco, but he'd only been driving for about five years, and he amassed 20,000 rides over that time. So that was pretty amazing. I was really impressed with that, and he clearly did it in a full-time way, even though he had a real estate business on the side, but he was really interesting as well. So I've always made it a point to get to know the Uber drivers that I'm riding with and learning their stories and finding out, you know, is it their main job or is it their main business or do they have a side business or are they going to school? And I've really learned a lot about these people and I've come to be really impressed with their stories for the most part. So let's fast forward to Last year, we had moved to Dallas and settled in in April, and it was a really exciting time. Things were going well for us. We loved the quality of life. We loved the cost of living. We were settling in, and uh, it was about middle of summer, and we were basically just rolling along through life when I got the call from my company, and they told me that they were letting me go. And I don't know if you've ever been in that situation before, but, you know, it's not something that you necessarily expect or you look forward to. It's really something that sometimes comes as a shock. I'm in sales. I've been in sales my entire life, and I've been through this before. You know, I've been in a situation where I've been let go from a company for whatever reason, whether it's uh, economic decisions, corporate decisions, performance decisions, all these types of things happen when you're in the sales business. And all I can say is I'm responsible for what happened and that I'm learning from that experience and that I plan to take that knowledge going forward into this next phase of my life. Now, I'm not going to lie. It was scary. We were living in an area where the cost of living was lower, but we were also a two-income family and we were definitely 
feeling like we were getting headed in the right direction from a savings standpoint and looking forward to buying a home here in North Dallas. I needed to create income right away. Savings was not an option. The rent was due. The bills had to be paid. We needed to have food and gas and make it from month to month. I really felt like I was letting my family down again. That fear that we could lose our apartment or our cars or have our credit damaged really creeped in. I didn't want to do that to my family. I really needed to get busy and get into action. I'd been in my industry for 15 years and you know, perhaps I needed to take a look at where I was and where I wanted to go in this next phase of my career. I took the opportunity to explore my options and with the love and support of my wife and my family, she picked up the pace and worked harder and I decided to start driving for Uber. That gave me a lot of flexibility. I was able to drive six days a week and it gave me flexibility in the middle of the day to do all kinds of interviewing and contacting and networking and exploring my options. It also helped us cover our financial commitments and I was able to support my family through that time. Over the course of about seven months, I tried to do several different things that I thought would be you know, the great opportunity for me and my family. One was an artificial turf company that had been really successful in Southern California and Arizona. And I was hoping to have an opportunity to help grow that business here in Dallas. But it turned out the funding wasn't quite there. I also worked on a business venture over the, quite a bit of time involving a travel membership. Now, this really got very close, I felt. But in the end, the funding just wasn't there. And so I ended up not getting to go forward with that. At the end, I did some contract telemarketing, which put me back on the phones, dialing for dollars. It was a great experience, and I learned a lot about myself. But all the while, I was driving for Uber, and I was building up some experience, and I was making connections. Over that time, about eight months from July 2018, I amassed over 855 rides. I have a 4.95 rating, and I'm pretty proud of that. And I've met all types of riders. But really, the decision had to be to put my family first. These entrepreneurial spasms, I call them, really weren't working out for me. So I spoke with my wife, and she said, are you ready to put your family first? And I said, yes. So I decided to go back to my industry, and I reached out to my network, and I actually found a friend who's an owner of a company who had faith in me, and he gave me an opportunity to come back to our industry. And you know what? There's no coincidence that I was doing contract telemarketing. And that is exactly what I'm doing now. I'm on the phones every day, reaching out and connecting with people and evolving my relationships with these contacts in our industry. And I have great confidence that I'll be building a significant business over the coming months and years. I'm a better worker. I have incredible gratitude for where I am today. And I'm still driving for Uber part-time, which helps us save money for the future and that home we plan to buy as soon as we possibly can. Every night when I first start driving, I call my brother Paul back in L.A. He's my good luck charm. We talk about a lot of stuff, family, sports, politics, just life. He's going to move to Texas someday, and I'm really looking forward to it. He keeps us connected. I really think we've gotten closer as a result. And every time we talk... I get a great ride, which that's the reason why is my good luck charm. Have you ever thought about driving for Uber or Lyft or any of the other rideshare services? Have you spent much time in the back of an Uber as a passenger? What's your experience been like? 
I thought I'd share some statistics, actually some survey results, based on a survey from 2017 by the Rideshare Guy. Now, he's an absolute industry leader in this space. He's got a blog. He's got a podcast. He's got a YouTube channel. He puts out tons of content that's really, really valuable to people that are driving in the industry. And if you're looking at driving for Uber or Lyft, I strongly suggest that you tap into his content. He did the survey of about 1,150 respondents back in 2017. They all drove for either Uber or Lyft. 50% of the respondents were overall satisfied with their experience driving for these rideshare companies. The most important aspect from the survey was the pay that they were receiving, followed by flexibility. Those certainly were my most important factors. 52% needed extra money and 12% had gotten laid off, while 8% wanted to pass the time in a more constructive way. So I could re relate to at least two of those three. So, And I think there are probably a lot of baby boomers out there that would fall into the 8% category. 33% make between $10 to $15 per hour, and 26% make between $15 and $20 per hour. And I certainly fall into that former category, roughly $15 per hour on average. 55% of drivers are age 51 or more, and the average is $15 per hour. Again, that's where I fall in as a baby boomer. I like to drive on the weekends. My wife works Thursday through Sunday nights, and I don't like to sit around and just you know, be on the couch and watching Netflix. So I like to get out, and the opportunity to make additional money for my family is really important. Plus, it gives me some variety. So I drive on Thursday, sometimes Friday, Saturday nights, and sometimes Sunday nights. I usually go out about 9 p.m. and drive until 1130 or midnight. So it's really three hours a night, maybe nine to 12 hours per week. And I've been able to average between $100 and $150 per week doing this, which has been great for us, and it'll continue to be great for us. I meet really interesting people. I've found some you know, anecdotal evidence about my passengers I think you might find interesting. Millennials and younger are very quiet in the car. They tend to be on their phones. They tend to be kind of reserved. And I'm not sure if that's from a trust perspective or they're just not present and they're on their phones doing whatever they're doing. Gen X and baby boomers and older, they tend to be very talkative, very friendly, very interested. And I can identify with that type of personality in the car because that's exactly what I did. Couples tend to talk to each other more than they do the driver, which makes sense. They're out on a date or coming home from dinner, and they're talking about their evening or they're planning for the next day. So that makes sense. And I really, really enjoy driving. I really enjoy the people I've met. I've gotten music and concert suggestions. I've found interesting places all throughout the city of Dallas that I wouldn't ordinarily have seen. I've uh, really gotten to know the area much better than I ever could have and, and a much more quicker pace than if I just was living here and working here and exploring from here to there. So I'm just uh, wanting to share this information with you. This has been my experience with Uber. Have you thought about driving for Uber? Do you use Uber? Maybe this information will help you look at it more seriously. Thanks again for joining me on Aging is Optional Radio. I hope you found some value in this episode. That's really my goal. You can find the podcast on iTunes, and I'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and give it a rating. 
I love receiving comments. You can also find it on Google Play Store, TuneIn Radio, on Stitcher, Pocket Cast, CastBox, and Pippa. And I'll be adding more channels in the future, including YouTube. If you like what you hear, please be sure to share the podcast with your friends and on social media. You can also reach me directly at mark at agingisoptionalradio.com. And if you have any questions or have any suggestions for topics, I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, thanks, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you can find us. Give us a rating. We'd love to read your feedback. Would you like to receive the ultimate anti-aging checklist and five-minute guide to anti-aging for free? If so, go register at agingisoptionalradio.com. Until next time, thanks, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.